0: Thank you, Bruce, and good morning to you for waking up with KOPN Columbia. It's your community radio station, Morning Air is the classical music that you hear each weekday morning starting at 5 a.m. Thanks to Bruce and Charlie and Carl and Carol and the volunteers that have been programming classical music for you in the mornings for decades now on KOPN. If you click over to our website, KOPN.org, we've got a running playlist there of all the excellent things that Bruce just laid on you. You can also sign up for our newsletter and make a pledge to support community radio in the new year. It's all on the website, KOPN.org. My name is Trevor Harris, and it is good to be with you on this chilly Monday morning, January the 3rd, first Monday of 2022. Right now in Columbia, we're up to 11 degrees. It's one better than 10, which is what it was when I rolled in here about 20 minutes ago. Those are the conditions at Sanborn Field. 79% humidity uh, winds from the southeast and up to 13 miles an hour. So that makes that 10 feel uh, even chillier, more around zero. We'll have your weather from Watcher of the Skies, Jeff Wheeler. The forecast coming up in a few minutes. Then it's Democracy Now! this morning at 8 on KOPN Columbia. COVID-19 is still with us, taking a look at the Missouri COVID dashboard. There were no updates for the last few days owing to the state holiday. So we're dealing with information from the end of last week. But during that seven-day period, 56,928 Missourians got vaccinated. There were 21,889 new cases in the seven-day period from ending on December the 30th. 29 confirmed deaths during the period, six probable deaths, and the positivity rate over that seven-day period, 19.5%. Uh, the New York Times interpreting the data also telling us that 62% of Missourians, adult Missourians, have had at least one dose. 53% are fully vaccinated. If you look at folks 12 and up, uh, New York Times reports 71% of Missourians have had at least one dose, and 61% of us are fully vaccinated. If you haven't taken the opportunity yet, please do so. Go out and get a vaccine, get a booster, get another booster if it's possible for you, and let's end this whole COVID menace for once and for all. The Columbia, Missourian, uh, looking at Boone County's numbers, 891 active cases as of 515 on January 1st, 189 deaths total. New cases, 183, and the positivity rate for the period, uh, and this is a few days old, December 17th through the 23rd is 31.4%. There have been almost 29,000 cases in Boone County. You can see all of the COVID data online at health.mo.gov for the state dashboard, nytimes.com for the tracking coronavirus in Missouri, and columbiamissourian.com for the local numbers. Boone County Hospital has... Announced it's going to limit COVID-19 testing. Layla Mitchell reported this at abc17news.com. MU Healthcare is temporarily limiting its COVID-19 testing. The testing clinics will now only test people with COVID-19 symptoms. So if you're just curious, don't show up at MU Healthcare. They only want to see if you've got symptoms. They reported the changes in place until further notice. But it comes at a difficult time with the holidays and Omicron variant. COVID-19 cases are rising fast. The hospital's testing site at 2003 West Broadway here in Columbia is average more than 300 people per day in need of a test. Increased demand and high volumes of people needing a test is placing additional pressure on other hospital resources. Hospitals said around 60% of its visitors are not experiencing symptoms and are needing tests for traveling. The MU Health's testing location on West Broadway is available 7 days a week from 8 a.m. to 12.30 p.m., but now only for people experiencing symptoms. You can read the full story online from Layla Mitchell at abc17news.com. Rudy Keller of the Missouri Independent reports that Missouri Governor Mike Parson has declared an end to COVID-19 emergency as the declaration as Missouri cases are soaring to record levels. Writing on December 30th, Keller noted that the Missouri Hospital Association is warning that failure to extend the order will hamper providers facing staff shortages. He wrote, on the day Missouri surpassed one million COVID-19 cases and recorded the highest single-day tally of infections for the pandemic, Missouri Governor Mike Parson announced he would let the state of emergency for responding to the disease expire at midnight This past Friday, that decision was immediately criticized by Missouri Hospital Association spokesman Dave Dillon, who said it will restrict the ability to provide care as inpatient numbers near the peak for the year ending last Friday. The order issued August 27th provided waivers of laws and regulations to support healthcare staffing needs. It replaced earlier broader emergency declarations that waived purchasing rules and other regs, such as school attendance requirements, to give agencies power to deal with the pandemic disruptions. The expiration of the emergency order means that licensing rules, waivers that had allowed physicians, nurses, and other providers to work in Missouri will end, and it means that the Missouri National Guard will no longer be used for COVID-19-related duties. The most immediate impact will be on hospitals and other providers who are trying to cope with increasing patient numbers. At the same time, the Omicron variant is spreading rapidly. The state is going through its fourth wave of cases. You can read the full story online at MissouriIndependent.com in a long-time presence in the state capitol, is retired. Rebecca Rivas at Missouri Independent reports that after 33 years of advocating for victims of domestic violence, Colleen Coble has retired. It was in the spring of 1989 that she had been working as a lobbyist in Jeff City for just a few months. She stood in the gallery of the Missouri House of Representatives waiting for a bill regarding protections for domestic violence victims to come up for a vote. Now, 33 years later, she is retiring and taking with her a legacy of advocating for domestic violence victims in the state of Missouri. The Missouri native graduated from the University of Missouri School of Journalism and came after a short-time job in Washington State. She took examples from Washington State to pass protective order laws in a major 1989 bill. You can read the story of the legacy of Colleen Coble in Jefferson City advocating for victims of domestic violence. Rebecca Rivas' article is at MissouriIndependent.com. And finally, Shayla Farzan of St. Louis Public Radio writes about Missouri wildlife populations are increasing, so state officials could soon allow more hunting Missouri state officials are considering a proposal that would extend the hunting seasons for species historically harvested for their fur, like bobcats, possums, and raccoons. Interest in fur trapping has taken a nosedive in recent decades, allowing some populations to flourish and opening the door to additional hunting, state wildlife biologists say. The fur harvest peaked in Missouri around 1940 when hunters collected nearly 835,000 animal pelts. During the 2019-2020 season, Missouri hunters sold or registered about 41,000 fur pelts. The public comment period for the extended hunting season for bobcat, coyote, raccoon, possum, striped skunk, mink, muskrat, and river otter public comment period goes from January 19th to February 17th. You can read the full story at KCUR.org. It's time for weather with Watcher of the Skies, Jeff Wheeler, Democracy Now! It's coming up in a couple minutes. Good morning from Watcher of the Skies Weather Station in West Central Columbia. Here's your morning wake-up call weather for the week ahead. Today, sunny with a high near 35 degrees. Tonight, clear with a low of 23. Tuesday, sunny with a high near 46. Tuesday night, partly cloudy with a low around 20 degrees. Wednesday, sunny during the day with a high near 27 degrees. Wednesday night, a 40% chance of snow starts after 1 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low around 10. And for Thursday, that 40% chance of snow continues before 1 p.m., partly sunny and cold with a high near 16 degrees. Friday, mostly sunny with a high near 25. That's your morning wake-up call weather for the week ahead. I'm Watcher of the Skies, Jeff Wheeler. I watch the skies. thanks to jeff for sharing his forecast with us here on the wake up call weekday mornings at 7:50. 50 samir will be in tomorrow morning do it again you can hear sarah on wednesday's mazino does double duty with wake up call on thursdays and fridays democracy now is coming up next we've got background briefing at nine economic update at 10 this way out at 10:30, in and fresh air Take a breath of that. This morning at 11, you can find the full schedule of What's On When on our website, kopn.org. Democracy Now! is next. It's 8 a.m.